Hello, everyone. A big, big congratulations to all of us across the country for the launch of our new education policy 2020. I think it is uh, such a huge step by the government to launch India as a global knowledge superpower. Such amazing transformational reforms being suggested for the schools, for the higher educations. I think uh, uh, we are all looking forward to so many more conversations on that uh, in our episodes coming forward from here. Uh, first, the big, the, the big uh, takes are like dissolving the 10 plus two, bringing in five plus three plus three plus four, uh, bringing vocational education in a big way, online learning, e-learning, uh, loads of stress on uh, teacher training programs, uh, lots of pedagogical uh, changes for the curriculum, um, dissolving those hard boundaries around sciences and arts. So there's so much excitement for the students, for teachers, for parents, for principals. I think all of us are so looking forward to, you know, discussing this in uh, a big way in our, uh, you know, talks coming forward on desk doodles. Uh, but today's uh, episode, uh, let me begin it with a little story. So this story goes back long years when I was in seventh grade. And uh, we had uh, an English teacher, Mr. Michaels, and he was also the principal of our school at that time. He and his family had recently relocated from Canada to India, and they had a little baby. I still remember the name of that baby was Shivan. So once in a while, Michael, sir, would bring the little baby in a, you know, baby carrier uh, uh, hanging in front and he would come to teach us. And uh, while he would be teaching, sometimes the baby's head would be bobbing from side to side or the baby would turn around and make a funny face or smile. And all of us, the entire class, you know, would break into a laughter. And then Michael, sir, would also start laughing with us and, you know, talking about what all the baby is doing. Some days he would bring the baby and first start talking about us about the baby instead of you know starting off with the uh, the lesson that he wanted to do and he would tell us what the baby's doing crawling eating and all that and uh, we all got so excited with uh, all of that and i think now when i look back what michael sir did was that he just came down from the pedestal of the the principal to somebody that we could just easily talk to somebody we could you know joke around have a laugh with and uh, what it infused in us was that every time Michael sir gave us some work, we put in our double the effort and energy to do that work. It was done before we touched any other subject. And it wasn't just us. I think the entire school worshipped the ground that Michael sir walked on because you would see him standing in the corridor laughing with the kindergartners one day. You would see him standing and having a joke with the, the teachers someday. And I think somewhere the personality of him the principal just uh, flowed into all the teachers and students and the entire mood of the school i think that's what uh, i think uh, happens when a principal is energetic principal is full of enthusiasm and uh, is ready to uh, have open conversations with teachers with students today on desk doodles we have someone who is as energetic as that. She is always uh, open to uh, let students walk in, for teachers to come in and talk. Somebody who wants to make teaching and learning a fun journey for everyone, every stakeholder there. Uh, she's very humble and a wonderful person to know. 
I, I think I'm so delighted to welcome today on Desk Doodles uh, Shefali Tyagi, who's been the principal of National Public School HSR for the past four years. She's been edu an educator for 20 years. Welcome to Desk Doodles, Shefali. Oh, thank you very much, Sapna. I think um, I'm a very grounded person. You have put me on pedestal after that introduction. No, no. Thank <laughs> <laughs> I'm very happy to be here today and thank you very much for inviting me. Absolutely delighted and looking forward to an amazing conversation with you like we've always had whenever we've sat across a table and uh, these times are such that we have to do it across the screen but so happy to at least have you there to share so many thoughts with you. Oh, I'm looking forward to having a fun time discussing things with you. <laughs> great, great. So let's start with your story. How was your journey, you know, been from uh, uh, till now? Okay. Uh, well, uh, if I have to sum up my uh, journey in um, um, in a few minutes, I would say that uh, I've had a very um, normal life, very normal upbringing, uh, being a foggy kid. I must say that um, uh, making friends quickly came very naturally. Um, uh, adjusting to new places came seamlessly. So I can say that um, uh, being from defense background, uh, adapting and adopting to anything be it people or place came very naturally to us we moved from uh, small towns to another uh, one small town to another small town and uh, names of uh, some of those towns uh, probably i think only a foggy kid will know uh, those are the kind of places we uh, stayed in but uh, it was like a big family so uh, after that after my schooling um, i uh, moved on to do my uh, bcom honors from uh, pune university and then um, went ahead with my masters of business management Worked for five years in corporate, actually enjoyed it, liked the uh, work, it was enriching. And somehow, as the luck would have it, I landed in uh, uh, National Public School. Uh, it was in uh, 2000. Wow. And wow. Uh, it's been, um, I think, yes, uh, two decades. I mean, right. I don't, uh, I, I don't feel like that, but uh, I just uh, kind of, uh, as I said, you know, it was just a destiny. I landed there. And believe me, after that, I haven't looked back. I was in NPS Indranagar as an educator for um, almost 15 years and 2016, I took over the role of uh, principal of NPS HSR. Uh, so this is uh, making it, uh, you know, cutting the long story short, but uh, I can tell you one thing that till today, the thought of going to school gives me that excitement and energy. So it makes me realize that I think uh, I am in the job or I am in the work where I should have been. So I'm in the place where I uh, enjoy the most. So right. to, sum it up, to sum it up, I am in the best place that I always wanted to be. Absolutely. That, I think that, that really uh, sums it up very well because I, I, whenever I've met you, it has come across so strong. And uh, uh, I think it's, it's been your calling to be in uh, something for 20 years and yet being excited about it and every day feeling that excitement. I think that speaks volume about, you know, you, uh, you found that right place for yourself, like you said. Yes, absolutely. I enjoy every day. I enjoy every uh, teacher, every child. So um, I feel I this was my calling and it was some uh, divine intervention to uh, get me here. 
absolutely wonderful and uh, so today's uh, talk shifali we will start with uh, something i think we uh, we generally uh, you know uh, read about and that is that uh, you know how how do you think uh, is the role of a principal in defining the strong positive school culture what goes behind that okay so i think um, uh, as far as school culture is concerned i uh, feel it's not something which you can uh, um, see it it's not something uh, which uh, is uh, like uh, in front of you so um, it's basically um, um, culture that um, impacts your um, uh, school vision and actualization of that vision so i feel um, um, culture you can some of it you can see Right. some of it you uh, have to feel right so um, it's difficult to define a school culture what can be felt i will tell you um, when um, uh, you see any school event or uh, management or organization of an event day to day activities what you see uh, you can um, uh, you can see the school culture there when you see class displays when you see uh, bulletin boards when you see um, uh, other displays around the school campus you can uh, see school culture so um i feel school culture can be seen when um, uh, you see school events as i mentioned when you see class displays when you see uh, board uh, bulletin boards uh, another uh, uh, point where you can see school culture i feel is the um, uh, staff room library playgrounds and washrooms i feel even school culture can be seen there as well yeah um one very important aspect i have observed is that when alumni or the um, former staff members they come and visit your school um uh, during school events and the kind of treatment they get that also conveys a lot about the school culture right right and um, uh, this is what you can see uh, what you can feel uh, there is lots you can feel about the school culture so when i talk about feel i can see that you can um, uh, the kind of um, uh, conversation you see in the corridors the kind of um, uh, conversation you see between teachers and students that also the vibes that you get the uh, feel that you get from the school campus when you move around all that indicates a lot about the school culture so and uh, i feel um, uh, as a leader um, i have a very important role to ensure that uh, school culture um, um, brings in um, seamless change in the system correct because culture mm-hmm. plays a very important role in um, bringing in change in the society right and bringing in change in the school environment so that's where i feel um, uh, it creates a very positive very conducive very fun learning environment if right. the culture mm-hmm. is positive and if if it gives right vibes absolutely so, absolutely you're bang on on that because uh you know like we like we teach um, science and we teach math and then we know yeah. that you know uh, the children know that right so we expect them to know it because we taught them and the same way i think there is a lot that you need to teach children it's it's all about the behavior or just as simple a thing as how you share how you talk how you respectfully disagree with someone simple thing like that or you know being sensitive to others being uh, you know compassionate or 
having empathy for people with different uh, backgrounds or different communities. So I think there is so much that goes, uh, you know, as, uh, as a principle to design those kind of, uh, you know, norms in the school also setting uh, discipline as a big, uh, you know, regulation, not like, uh, you know, that's something that I think needs to be universally applied, right? It cannot, you cannot relax on that. So there are so many faces to uh, a school culture, right? Oh, yes. I think um, uh, school culture is a combination of um, uh, conversation and laughter. It's a combination of uh, um, managing and monitoring, it's a combination of uh, creating a positive environment in the school. True. It's about, um, uh, as you said, uh, you know, agree to disagree yep. in, in a yep. more civilized manner. It's, uh, it, it takes time to build a school culture, but uh, uh, you can see it, as I said, in events, in the movement in the right. school campus. When you w move into a um, school, you can definitely feel those vibes. That is school culture. Absolutely. And it takes time to build school culture and it is very important to sustain that culture. Yeah. And yeah. that requires a lot of effort. I'm sure because, see, I think, uh, you know, the teachers and the principal, I think you are the torch bearers of it. So when you bring in something, you're the living examples for uh, those values or what you're trying to set as a school culture and then the children kind of when they see it happening around them it is so much easier for them to imbibe those values right if they see that you know you're having fun uh, standing in the corridor and talking or you're you know um, uh, working together so those kind of uh, I think values just get absorbed in the children by themselves when they see it around them. Absolutely. Um, you just, um, you know, hit the bullseye. I, I always feel that uh, as a, a, a torchbearer of school culture or as, um, as just to take it forward, uh, I have to walk the talk. Yeah. Okay. I have to look into the mirror and probably not just preach, but practice. Right. Because I feel right. children learn or even teachers for that matter, learn much more than what they see than what you say. Correct. So um, I cannot come late to school and expect them to be on time. If I say that you have to be in school on time, and that's my standard dialogue, then I have to make sure that I'm there. Right. And uh, right. because uh, it's a big responsibility, you're being observed all the time. Yeah. And you want to make sure you lead by example. Absolutely. Which is a big responsibility, but uh, that is the, I think that's the only way of setting setting the culture right, right. or taking it forward. Absolutely. Another thing I feel uh, what I can um, do or I like to do and I do it in the school is to create a, a you know, a collaboration and transparent work environment. When I say collaboration, I feel that we should, uh, uh, we should be happy in others' success as well. And we should right. celebrate others' success as well. And when you see, when you do it and you see it being hap happening in the school, you feel you've done something right. right. So that is about, uh, you know, um, a collaboration. And when I say transparency, everyone should know, um, uh, you know, you, you should come across as an objective and fair person. And that fairness and objectivity has to be imbibed in, uh, at every level in the school. Right. So, um, in fact, very interesting um, uh, theme we had uh, for our school uh, last year, and we called it as STARS, and we uh, shared it with the teachers, we shared it with our uh, school leadership team, and we shared it with the students as well, and we call it STARS, and what exactly, it's the acronym, we gave, we gave uh, you know, a little bit of expansion to that, and we said we call it as 
sharing to achieve roaring success. Wow. So uh, wow. we all together can achieve much more than what we would do individually. So that is the kind of collaborative culture we wanted to um, start. And uh, just to make sure that, you know, that sharing and um, uh, continues and even the new teachers or the new students who join in, they need to be inducted and oriented into the system. Right. And they should, the seamless integration into the new culture is very important. Very so we had something, we have a habit of giving, you know, a nice uh, fun acronym to everything. So we had, <laughs> so we had something called MOP, we called it MOP. And it's like uh, called, it's mentor orientation uh, program where uh, we have our own teachers who've been with us. They are the mentors right. for the new teachers. And there is a mentor mentee program that goes on. And, uh, uh, towards the end of the uh, one year, there is a reflection and there is an evaluation process, which is very informal, but um, uh, this is to ensure that uh, new teachers also feel as much a part of the school culture as they are, as the you know, existing ones or the older ones are there. So that is the kind of uh, culture we uh, create and it's, uh, it creates a good work environment in the school. Absolutely. And I think what you said was uh, one small thing, but it is so important. I feel that, you know, reflective educators are effective educators. So that is absolutely very, very necessary in the entire process. And when we talk about, you know, the school culture, another important part of that culture is also the parent integration into it. And uh, because I think uh, the focus for the school as well as the principal and the teachers is the child. And if we have a platform, if we have a space where, you know, parents can walk in, if they can have an open dialogue about all the hopes and the aspirations about their child, it could be as mundane as the homework or it could be, uh, you know, maybe an upcoming test or what whatever behavioral issues they might be uh, facing with their children. So if they have a, an environment where they can just come and talk, I think somewhere when the school takes them into the fold and walks that path, I think the success of that child is absolutely visible, right? Yes, absolutely. I think parents um, have to be also integrated into the um, uh, school culture. And um, uh, we conduct a whole lot of uh, these um, uh, programs where uh, parents are um, involved in the school system. So I feel to let them get the feel of the culture, they should be involved in the school system. True, true. So um, we have something called um, a parent engagement program and uh, which we have uh, uh, made, it, we have many such programs. I will just share one or two pro such programs uh, with you. This parent engagement program is particularly for grade eight parents. And um, um, we uh, conducted for a week and we call it as PEP. So, <laughs> so it's like, um, uh, you know, uh, one week time, uh, we ask all the volunteer parents to come and uh, um, conduct sessions for their own um, uh, you know, children or group of those same age group. Right. They conduct uh, sessions uh, for a week um, on anything that they're interested in. It could be calligraphy, it could be um, artificial intelligence, it could be sketching, anything that they are passionate about. So we've had some uh, parents coming and teaching them how to bake you know, or cook without fire, those kind of activities for a week. Yeah. And end of yeah. that week is a culmination. So, and culmination is that uh, these uh, uh, children, they perform for their parents. Wow. So, uh, wow. and it's, it's a lot of fun activity. We have, um, uh, uh, we have those uh, fun-filled activities where parents and uh, you know, uh, children are involved. 
So it's it basically um, uh, gives them an insight to what we are doing with the children. Right. And uh, I must tell you that after each session, I meet those parents, and uh, I've always um, got one um, one question from them: How do you all manage thirty of them in a class <laughs> for almost uh, you know uh, eight hours? So, <laughs> I tell, I always tell them, you know, my mission accomplished. Right. Now you have uh, you know, much more respect for uh, teachers. Right. And, uh, so this is, uh, it creates a lot of um, bonding. It, it's a bonding time. It creates a big bond, strong bond between uh, all the three, uh, you know, parties. I would say the three right. important um, right. stakeholders like parents, teachers, as well as students. So Absolutely. So I think a very successful program. And uh, I think uh, you're sharing those, uh, all the programs that you run with all the fancy acronyms, of course. It's, I think <laughs> it goes to show that you are so invested in the, you know, building of that solid, uh, powerful school culture. So um, moving on from that, when we are talking about it, uh, Shifali, it, uh, it brought out so many uh, facets to your, uh, you know, work as a principal. So you're, you're you know, you're a suffer, you're uh, managing and you're conducting exams and tests and excursions and events and parent interactions and so much of paperwork in all of that. How do you manage or take time out for, you know, your student interactions and teacher interactions? Oh, well, I, um, I am uh, an educator first. Right. And um, I must say that uh, whatever um, um, NPS HSR does, it is with a team of uh, a big, very, very supportive team that I have. So I will not take the credit for it at all because I have a very energetic, very, uh, you know, sprightly team and they come up with lovely ideas. So um, um, I have to just, um, you know, say, yes, we can go ahead and do it. Right. Uh, as far as my interaction with the staff is concerned, we have, uh, um, let, I personally feel that um, if I, my interaction should staff should be much more because if my staff is happy, if my teachers are happy, they will uh, obviously emit the same kind of energy to students. Right. So uh, we have, uh, uh, again, I said, I'm a very fun loving person. There are a lot of fun things that we, we, we do with the, the teacher as well. So um, we have a lot of these, uh, you know, uh, fun activities which we do with teachers. So I will tell you what we do with teachers and teachers obviously carry it on through their classrooms. So um, I like to spread happiness. I like to spread positivity. And uh, I think that's what uh, we do. Um, we, we generally have a, a program uh, which is only for teachers, exclusively for teachers by teachers. And um, uh, it's called Pariche, and basically introduction. So get to know yourself better. And we do it on um, a teacher's day. Uh, this year, I'm sure we will not be able to do it because of um, <laughs> the current <laughs> pandemic. And um, uh, it, this is the time where you know teachers uh, um, explore their um, uh, various facets of their um, uh, you know personality. Something that you always wanted to do but couldn't do it. So we've had stand-up mm -hmm. comedy. We've had uh, uh, dances we have had uh, you know all the hidden talents they come they you know bring it up uh, for the teachers we've had hilarious yeah. humorous skits so it's only for yeah. the teachers so we are just doing it for ourselves and we are yeah. enjoying it so that is that is one very very successful uh, uh, you know event that we have and we really look forward to it and you're part of it right? of course of course i'm very much part of it <laughs> 
I'm very much part of it and they know it I'll be there. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I, I can't imagine I can't imagine you just watching because I know you you would be right there in the center of it. Oh yes. <laughs> oh yes. Oh yes. And we really plan it and we uh, you know we plan even to enjoy. So our enjoyments are also very well planned. And uh, last year we got a, a great idea from my art department and we call it as pie. Okay. Okay, it's called paint, innovate and express. Wow. So we uh, we divided the teachers in small groups and gave them those uh, you know uh, old used canvas and colors, and we just told them do whatever you want, just express yourself. You will not believe my uh, you know the teachers whom I we never thought would be painting because we've always seen them uh, driven with technology. We never <laughs> knew they have a artist with them. So we could see uh, it was such a um, uh, such a uh, event where we could express ourselves, be ourselves, and actually relax. Right. So that was uh, that was one event. I mean, we keep doing many such. One is uh, called CAP, where you know culinary art presentation. So teachers wow. uh, come up with all the items they can uh, cook and present, and the theme-based cooking. So uh, we had um, Halimane, where each one brought their own uh, the dishes from their own state. Wow. So many many things we do for um, um, as far as um, student as teachers are concerned for students also we do a whole lot of uh, things you know we create a lot of opportunities for them to uh, uh, express themselves we give them um, a lot of effective and uh, effective and actually well meant praise acknowledge them and um, uh, you know appreciate them so those are in, a, in not in a big way but in a small way like if some one child is very interested in uh, um, uh, going to the library and reading books, so he gets a very personalized um, uh, bookmark, so uh, which is appreciating his, uh, you know, interest in reading. So those are small, small things we do, and uh, I think uh, that um, adds a whole lot of fun element and uh, positivity in the school. Actually. I'm sure. I'm sure, and I think every student of yours and every teacher of yours is right now really dying to get back on that campus and having all these fun things that you always plan out for them but in all of this uh, shefali something else i feel now has been added to your role right with all these things that you told about now that role is of a digital principal right and uh, so how how does that play out in your daily day now with this new role I know. I think um, uh, we can't help it because um, uh, we can say that you know, um, uh, crisis. Uh, this particular crisis is paired with um, um, opportunities as well. Um, I would say that um, uh, it has given us um, um, a lot of um, um, areas to explore in terms of technology, and um, um, we have learned to appreciate and utilize technology to. Uh, transform education and even to explore our own full potential. Right. Um, I would say that first thing, first thing first, uh, what this uh, being a digital principal has taught me is to face the camera. So <laughs> <laughs> I, have, I have learned to uh, shoot videos and send it to um, teachers and parents. Wow. And uh, wow. we all have done that. So I would say that um, technology has um, uh, taught us a lot. Yeah. And um, uh, as far as um, taking it, uh, taking technology to teaching and learning is concerned, I must uh, thank the vision of uh, um, our director, Dr. Bindu Hari, because uh, two years back, 
we uh, in we included um, i would say um, smart classrooms uh, smart boards to our classrooms so that way teachers were um, uh, trained and they were well aware of the technology or usage of technology for teaching them right so that part was uh, taken care of so resources were there and they they were comfortable with technology but this came as a surprise this came as a big surprise because uh, uh, it was uh, they were used to using technology as a aid to teach the students face to face but uh, this became such a um, uh, you know sea change because uh, it is now um, virtual right and uh, you are not seeing the students you are um, uh, it became as a big uh, surprise for them uh, but i must say teachers have put in a lot of effort and they are uh, learning um, how i i can tell you what we uh, to make them comfortable with the uh, you know digital world uh, when there was a thick of lockdown we um, uh, we encouraged teachers to uh, shoot a video of uh, 45 um, seconds to 50 seconds less than a minute about uh, what they are doing and what they are learning and how they are spending their time uh, positively in in that uh, lockdown period of course i started with uh, with the my mine was the first video that went to the teachers and then it excited them and uh, so they got used to facing the camera shooting so it was a hidden um, a curriculum that we kind of um, achieved by uh, asking them to um, shoot what they are doing and in the process they uh, learned the technology they became friendly with the technology so here after we have been shooting a lot of uh, videos so we have our uh, um, meetings online we have our um, uh, time tabling sessions happened online um, we uh, i i go for my class observations online and um, i give my feedback uh, feedback to the teachers online so it's like uh, uh, we are getting comfortable with um, uh, virtual meetings and uh, virtual interaction so right that is yeah i you can say that uh, i can call myself a digital principal of course <laughs> no of course because i think uh, uh, the role of a digital principal uh, you know is not just when you're in front of the camera you put everything mm-hmm. in place for everything to function smoothly in a methodical way which is also you've been uh, you know behind the scenes but making everything function uh, smoothly mm-hmm. not so that the education of the children is not derailed they are right on the path yeah. that they need to be so there is a lot of process that is going on in the backdrop and that is i think has been your uh, major role uh, you know in making that happen because the children might not see you but i'm sure each and every child knows that all the fun because see children are very adaptive to the new they love new things and i think uh, as adults we don't absorb, uh, you know uh, uh, adopt the new so easily but for children i think even this uh, you know online learning must have been a lot of fun in the beginning like they exploring the you know whether they can mute themselves or unmute themselves or go and switch on the camera so those kind of things that would have excited them and uh, i think they're thankful to their principal for you know making those things line up so well of course it's a team effort it's about the teachers and the principals working together to make it function but uh, i think there is a vision that you lead them with and that is so nice to see it's, it's a big team it's yeah you're, you're right it's a big team that's working uh, behind but uh, yes i call my students you know digital natives so they yeah. are digital natives 
and uh, I like to call uh, the classes are no more education oriented, they're edutainment. There has to be education, there has to be entertainment. And for that, teachers have to work a lot. And um, we keep doing those little, little things to make sure that we are connected with the students, even in this uh, digital time. Right. right. Uh, we have those, um, uh, you know, recently uh, after uh, the results came up and I was extremely happy with uh, the performance of the students and of course uh, congratulating them. So I shot a small video and sent it to them because I couldn't call each one. So I thought that's the best way. And uh, for our uh, students, the, uh, uh, you know, all the teachers put together, created a video with their um, best wishes and messages and sent it to them. So we are trying to make sure it's very important in times like this to stay connected with them. So we are making a lot of effort to stay connected with them, to um, uh, you know make sure that we they uh, they feel uh, that we are there for them, even though it is a digital world, but we are still there for them to um, uh, help in any way. So uh, that is um, something. Um, yes, um, we are working, and uh, teachers are trying to make classes as entertaining as possible. Absolutely, and I can I can guarantee that it must be there because. Uh, you know, if uh, if you, uh, you know, uh, are such a fun loving person, I think you transfer that to your teachers and then the teachers transfer it to the uh, children. And um, it, it's a cyclical process. Uh, I would just like to add here. Yeah, I transfer to the teachers, te te teachers transfer it to the students and students pass it on to me. Pass so them. I get my energy from <laughs> true, true. So keep passing on positive energy all over. Absolutely. And I think seeing smiles are all around, it ensures that, you know, you've done the right job and you're on the right path. That's true. So when, when you were talking about, you know, creating that kind of an environment where, you know, you, the children know that you're there. From there, I, uh, I would like to, you know, come to another very, very uh, important part of your role. I think in the present times, we see there's a, a you know, a, large increase in the number of mental health issues around us, whether related to students, whether related to teachers, even sometimes with the parents, uh, you know, those things do affect the school as well. So as a principal, how do you, uh, you know, address those issues? A lot of time must be going into that as well. Oh, yes. I think um, uh, mental well-being has always been our priority. And in times like this, it becomes even more important. Um, because uh, we talk about work from home, we talk about social distancing, and we uh, talk about uh, staying indoors. So all this creates a lot of uh, stress and pressure on uh, these teenagers and as well as on teachers, I would say. So um, uh, we want to ensure that there is, you know, uh, these uh, things are addressed, these issues are addressed in the right manner. Uh, we do have a, a professional um, uh, counselor, but um, our um, chairman, Dr. K.P. Gopal Krishna, always felt that every teacher can be a counselor. Every teacher can be an emotional anchor for the students. So we work on that, um, uh, on that philosophy. And um, um, despite um, having a professional counselor who, uh, um, who kind of um, leads this uh, mental wellness uh, program uh, for teachers as well as for students, we have equipped and trained our teachers to be able to uh, uh, handle um, you know, emotions of the students. So we try and do it in, uh, in different uh, levels, I would say. Um, if I say it can be done at an organizational level, it can be done at a pedagogical level, it can be done at a, uh, you know, a relation level. So when I say organizational level, uh, we believe in uh, you know, uh, uh, student behavior management. 
So we have, uh, we don't believe in punishment or reprimand or, you know, there is a way of handling a situation. So that is uh, something at an organizational level we uh, insist on. And um, uh, we have, um, uh, CBSE also insists on life skills, but, uh, and uh, we have integrated uh, life skills and mental wellness and emotional well-being uh, in, integrated into each and every classroom. So each teacher is uh, connected with the students. They, uh, they, uh, if they see there is a, a need for any support, we make sure we provide that. And um, so I also spend a lot of time uh, with um, uh, students as well as teachers talking to them. Uh, physically now it's not possible, but um, I used to spend a lot of time talking to them. And I always felt that if you uh, try and understand and go to the root cause, yeah. you can eliminate the issue forever. You, there's no need to uh, uh, control it by, uh, uh, you know, there is no word as punishment. There is no word as, uh, you know, consequence. Absolutely. We don't even say consequence. We always say that behavior management. Yes. We need to manage that behavior. And for that, teachers have to be very well equipped. So um, uh, that is the, um, that's how we promote uh, positive uh, and supportive uh, yes. um, culture in the school for um, better mental health. Correct. And I think um, uh, what all efforts that you're taking to create that environment to, uh, you know, give support to people who are, uh, you know, going through a stressful problem. I think having someone there 24-7 who is there to listen to them, I think, is the biggest, uh, you know, step forward. Because I think people who go through uh, a particular kind of a stress, all they need is someone who can just listen to them without passing a judgment, without giving them a lecture on how things need to be. Just, just hearing them out is, I think, one of the biggest steps that need to be taken, which you are definitely, you know, you have people in place to uh, address those issues. And another thing that you said, I think, was very important was that uh, all the teachers are there for the children to, uh, you know, uh, openly discuss things with, which is so important because a classroom is a very safe environment for a child. And if the teacher uh, is so invested in the children, I think, it, it creates a very, very warm and comfortable environment for the child to open up and discuss whatever that child is going through. Yeah, so we have this circle time which works very well, um, uh, you know, uh, for the students. And um, so that, that's way, that way they are able to uh, understand. Sometimes they don't even understand their emotions. So the circle time helps them understand their emotion right. and uh, relate to it better. Yeah. So um, that is uh, that works well. We have a lot of these uh, small uh, sessions, which uh, helps them um, develop their uh, emotional strength. Right. So um, a lot of activities we do that way. Yeah. So that's what teachers are doing, and uh, uh, for teachers, yeah. we have um, uh, you know um, basically um, some sessions we have uh, organized for them from three to four. These are all virtual sessions right. where. Um, uh, all the co-scholastic teachers are uh, taking um, uh, art class, wow. taking uh, you know, dance class, taking dramatics, yoga. So all this happens virtually. And uh, so it kind of, um, uh, you need some time to connect with people. Right. And you need some time to uh, um, explore different aspects of your personality. So that is what um, helps them. So those sessions are there. And um, for students uh, also, uh, we are trying to make things as normal as possible in this current scenario. We've had, we are having our student council, um, uh, you know, uh, meetings. 
their uh, canvassing for the posts, those uh, voting, all that we are trying to do online so that uh, they are equally involved uh, in the uh, school uh, functioning and uh, they feel that uh, things are as normal as possibly can be. So we're trying to bring normalcy to day-to-day uh, -day life. True. And I think that that's where, uh, again, that, you know, you, you're making sure that the children feel as if it's a, uh, you know, their regular education. It's just that the platform is different, but you're kind of uh, putting all those uh, little activities that were there in place yeah. and uh, making fun for them. So would you like to share some uh, other fun uh, memories that you have with the children as a principal that you've had with them? Or with your oh, teacher. I've had I've had lots of uh, uh, memories uh, with the principal as a principal as a teacher as well. So um, I would say that some of the students uh, feel these online classes. Uh, you know, I keep asking them, how do you think these online classes are? What is uh, um, uh, what is good about it? So they keep wondering, ma'am, what is good about it? We are not going to school. We are not meeting uh, our um, friends. We are not having those, uh, you know, uh, chit chat sessions during uh, lunch break. No corridor conversations. We are missing all whole lot of it. Right. You know, you think what is positive about it. So one of them said that, yes, uh, one positive part is that um, uh, you can, uh, you can't see what I'm doing. I could be sitting uh, there and uh, I could be standing there or dancing around, um, uh, you know, in the class, but nobody is able to see me. So they, so I feel sometimes uh, even those, and there is no backbencher here. Right. So all, all right. the, everyone, so that is something I felt uh, uh, that, you know, they are, they have a voice now. True. And um, they are not hesitant to voice it because they know uh, sometimes it gives them more confidence that invisibility has sometimes given many of the kids a lot of confidence. Absolutely. So um, again, as I said, eternally positive person, I have found a lot of positivity in even in these uh, virtual um, uh, classrooms. Yeah. So, and one incident I must say that um, uh, a little girl, um, when I was, uh, I think I had just uh, taken up this role and um, maybe a year or two, I, I generally have a habit of uh, going around the campus and talking to them and, uh, you know, uh, right. meeting. I, I like to listen to what they have to say. There was one, I think, um, a grade two or grade three girl. She was looking, she was observing me quite intently. So I didn't know why exactly she was looking at me like that. So I asked her, how are you? So uh, she said, I have a question for you. I said, yes, what is your question? How difficult is your job? I was completely uh, stumped by that question. I smiled and I told her, you know, your smile makes it easy for me. And that is my reward. And I walked out, but I kept thinking that uh, a child who is all of probably seven or eight is, has asked me a question where I was completely stumped thinking, what makes my job difficult? <laughs> <laughs> but I think... Uh... I mean, amazing. It's just a, a child's perception of things, right? And uh, I think, again, it speaks uh, uh, a little bit about uh, the fact that you have opened the door for, you know, the children to come up and talk to you. You're so approachable. That is another one uh, big thing, I think, as a principal. I feel that it is a very important part, uh, you know, in developing that culture that we were talking about. So that, you know, they're not hesitant to come up and say something to you. They're, they know that you're like, you know, you're one of us and I can just go up and say something. I can have a laugh with the, you know, man standing there and I can discuss maybe a ball game with her and, you know, she'll be fine. It's not something like she's the principal and I'm right there. So you've bridged that gap so beautifully for children to, 
you know say uh, things to you openly like i i must say that is my source of energy i mean i have many such uh, you know anecdotes which uh, i come up on a day to day basis and i kind of uh, remember uh, most of it because uh, uh, every time i think about those it brings a smile on my face and i think uh, because sometimes these um, uh, grade one or kindergartners they would come and peep into my room and they say what are you doing so there's no there's no one in the office there they feel that um, there has to be some children around for me to do something oh. <laughs> for them it's quite uh, amusing to know that i'm sitting all alone in my office doing nothing <laughs> and i think it's it's a child's world is so uh, imaginative right and uh, i remember uh, you know when i was in uh, uh, nps uh, kormangla and i was teaching the kindergartners so one day a parent came up uh, the other day she came to pick up the child and she says ma'am i have to tell you that yesterday it was a weekend so we were passing by from the school and the child and they were in the car so she says uh, uh, can we go and meet ma'am the daughter told the mom so mom said uh, ma'am won't be there she says no ma'am said that i'm always there so you can come any time you want and she says it was like after dinner or something they were going back and she says for her it's like the school and the teacher and the principal they're all part of that world and they're always supposed to be there so it's a very warm feeling to hear things like that when children come up and you know uh, say things like that i think school and teacher becomes their world yep. so that is uh, that's Absolutely. amazing that's the beauty of uh, teaching profession <laughs> right right and also i think it speaks again uh, like we were talking about the culture that you uh, create around those children that is so important for them to feel this kind of a warmth if they have uh, you know an open a uh, friendly a very enthusiastic a very energy uh, loaded uh, you know environment around them that's when it gives them that uh, you know kind of an encouragement to uh, come up with these kind of uh, conversations so uh, yeah, I, i mean i never feel um, uh, principalship is a position i feel it's a role and um, you have to just take it as a role and uh, be an educator first absolutely an administrator later <laughs> yes and you've done all those hats so well shefali so uh, before before we uh, wrap up the session before we uh, come to a conclusion what what message do you want to you know give to your students or your teachers out there uh, i know it's a tough time right now with this covid situation but we are we are always positive and we always want to feel that this is a big learning time it's not to be taken as a, a big negative it is a very big positive time for all of us i feel it's um, um, as as it uh, i think being a teacher all of us tend to be an eternally positive person and we try and find um, uh, positivity in every situation and every person i think that's what uh, uh, that's what makes a teacher right uh, I don't know if I can uh, tell a small story here in, please please uh, as a, yes. as a, as a concluding course. statement because I think as teachers we become storytellers isn't it ah, <laughs> so uh, I I must uh, you must have heard of um, uh, of course you know about uh, the great wall of china mm-hmm. and um, uh, the story is built around the great wall of china and um, we all know that uh, great wall of china is the only in, uh, structure which can be seen from uh, the moon and um, it was built so high very high that uh, no one could get over it it was built so thick that nobody could tunnel through it so 
So it was a majestic structure that was built to uh, you know, uh, ensure safety of people. It even exists today after uh, you know, so many uh, centuries. And um, um, people of China felt that they were very safe and secure, uh, you know, and they sat um, within those four walls and thinking that they are now safe. Uh, that feeling of uh, security came into them. And, um, um, but you know something um, that within those first hundred years, China was invaded thrice, despite that wall. So when the enemy came, they didn't come through the um, uh, tunnel um, and, and, and you know, crossing the thickness of the uh, um, wall. They didn't come over it by jumping across the uh, wall because it wasn't possible. They came through the gate, the gate which was kept open for them by the guards. So, uh, you know what happened? They act, somewhere, you know, this story tells us that they built the structure but they forgot to build integrity and patriotism among children. Right. I don't know the authenticity of the story and how factual it is, but there is one big lesson which comes from this story is that uh, education is extremely important and education with values yeah. will make it a complete package. So um, I would tell, um, if I have to give, uh, I think I'm just been in this role for uh, five years and there are stalwarts around. But I don't know what I can uh, advise them or I can uh, send a message to them. But my message would be that uh, be an educator first, an administrator later. Because uh, whether we talk about people or whether we talk about paper, process, policies, all are meant for people. And uh, we have to value people first. Right. So that is something mm -hmm. I've always um, felt very strongly about. And that's why I'm saying. And um, of course, if your uh, people are in place, your uh, papers and documents and procedures will definitely take care of itself. So that is what I would um, um, tell. And I also feel another thing I strongly feel about is empower them. Empower your people. Because uh, um, if you, you need to equip them with, uh, you know, uh, with all the um, um, skills to take care and empower them to take those decisions and take those uh, skills forward. So that is something I feel is extremely important as, uh, as uh, the role that I'm doing right now. And um, for the teachers, I would say that, uh, you know, these are tough times for uh, teachers. And, um, um, but I still strongly feel that this is one profession that makes the entire society. So as teachers, you need to give that much importance to it. Because uh, future resource, that is our children, is in your hands and you are molding them. So uh, you have to um, uh, feel proud about it. We have to be, um, um, we have to be uh, learners for life. Yeah. To be a teacher, you need to be a student first. So um, uh, please upskill and um, uh, you know, upgrade yourself all the time. Because you are dealing with... Uh, uh, digital natives yeah. and it's okay if you don't know digital uh, digital world so well but you must know your concepts well so there are two ways of connecting with students one you should know your concepts well and one you should know them yeah and if you know both then you are a you are a star teacher yeah. so that is uh, something i would say and um, of course for parents i would say it's a tough time for parents yeah they are uh, they are they are like proxy teachers or they're doing our role there and it's uh, 
it's a time when um, they have um, uh, they're loaded with responsibilities and work so uh, but i want to tell them one thing that please remember that uh, um, this is parenthood is about raising the child you have not the child you wanted to have so it's extremely important to uh, you know uh, make most of the time that you have in hand you will never get such time again so spend time with them be proxy teachers for them and um, um, mold them for who they are and uh, that's all i have to say about it. absolutely you <laughs> a small little message for everyone you have summed it up so well uh, shefali you brought in from each one you've given something for everyone right now and i think that is so important because the vision of the school for the student is not only for what that child knows or what that child is going to learn it is about what kind of a person that child is going to grow up into that is so important as a vision for the school and the student's success and the second thing that you brought in was that the unity the belief and the trust of all the stakeholders the principal the teachers the student and the parent not forgetting the parent at all because it's it's an amalgamation of everyone's effort to make this vision uh, right right and uh, and last uh, i think the most important one empowering yourself with the right skills and not only about the academics but about increasing your eq as well at the same level as your iq because we want our children to be enriched and successful citizens having both the skills with them right and i think uh, you you brought out each and every uh, aspect of education so well today thank you so much shefali i think i had an amazing time having these wonderful conversations with you getting an insight into your wonderful school have how your teachers your children are so happy in the wonderful environment that you've created for them thank you very much apna i enjoyed it and uh, I, as always i think we enjoy uh, interacting and talking because uh, absolutely we, uh, we are almost on the same page most of the time <laughs> absolutely i think that's what one thing that you said was that you know teachers they need to have just two loves they need to love the children and they need to love the subject they're teaching and then 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 you're a star teacher anyways right <laughs> so i call you. them my rock stars <laughs> absolutely and you're you're my rock star today you 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 know brightened the day today with so many wonderful thoughts for us thank you thank very you. much thank, thank you so much yeah bye 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 thank you everyone